so ghostly hearing your neighbor play piano. It's very Rosemary's Baby. It's really Rosemary's Babes. For Elise. Guys, we need to talk about Hacks, the funniest show on TV on HBO Max. If you're not hacking, you're lacking. You're lacking, and you're you're not someone I want to know. No, you're missing out on a truly a show that has it all. Glamour, glitz, Jean Smart. Vegas. Vegas, which is something I never knew that I needed to see. And it, the Vegas representation, I thought would repel me, but I'm actually no, I love so it. into it. And it's making me want to go to Vegas, oh, which I also never thought I would say. Amazing. I want to be in Vegas every day of my life. Yeah. I live to, for, to play slots. I want to live jeans life in vegas oh yeah like, with, a, with a fountain the glamour like and just like the it's it's real house porn mm-hmm. fountain glamour but it's lonely that's the thing lonely but i mean i could deal are, are you all caught up yeah i'm fully caught up how about those last two episodes when you just really realize what a good person and like how selfless she actually is she's incredible and also i just love that this show will take you into like really really dark fucked up moments and i'm so grateful for that because i feel like no shows are going there like hacks is going there um caitlin olsen as her daughter amazing amazing i can't remember. hannah einbinder plays ava and i love we love to see a female bisexual lead yeah love a bisexual last um marcus her assistant mm-hmm. deborah's assistant is my hero and he's really hot and like just obsessed with him obsessed with all like the love interest kind of males that they cast who are all really hot gay straight silbily i don't know anyone's names meg stalter of course is kayla is iconic yeah paul i think paul w downs is really sexy yeah he's hot as shit and he plays a perfect agent everyone involved is really hot and it's a like truly I don't laugh out loud at anything other than reality TV ex- and this show and, Hacks. and Sopranos. I laugh out loud at, but Hacks has now reached it's genuine truly a lull. lull, like a genuine lull. There's a scene where she's like recovering and gets that horrible nurse, and then they're stoned and they're like, "Let's play a joke on her." And then yeah. when she acts like she's dead on the floor, I was crying. It's so. I also love. Um, Poppy Lou, who plays Kiki, her... Her blackjack dealer. Yeah. yeah. I love her singing Selena Gomez. She's so good. That She's like my... I want to follow her mindset. Yeah. Of just having one song on a playlist. That's what I do. Yeah. I like will find a song that I love, and then I just play it 40 times by myself, and it's the best. I just... You know what? I love a show about platonic soulmates, mm-hmm. and that's what Deborah and Ava are, I think. They have such, those actors just have great chemistry too. Like I want to see them, like when they make each other laugh, it feels very genuine. I'm just so grateful. In the last moment when they're watching Law and Order together. Yeah. I could watch that for hours. I also love when she like, that one moment, I don't want to spoil anything, but that one moment when she just, Deborah's about to do something that will like kind of degrade herself. And Ava just goes, don't do that. And it's like, I don't know. They, it's like they, they give each other what each other need, I think. And they're also so mean to each other, and I love that. I but, love them insulting each other. But they, like, they get each other so much. Yeah. It's just... It's, per- it's a perfect so show. I'm so grateful for this show. Yeah. And I like, look forward to it. Her wig. It, just everything. Yeah. And I... Oh, my God. I fucking 
love Shooter McGavin being her Marty. Oh, um, what's his name? Christopher <laughs> McDonald. I love him. Their chemistry. More work for him. Every time he pops up, I'm never been happier. Also, I love that Deborah is such a scoundrel. Mm-hmm. She, but she has to be. It's truly, it's the best show. If HBO Max knew what the fuck they were doing, they would just cancel every other HBO Max show and put all the money towards making hacks literally a year-round affair. The great... Great soundtrack too. Everything about it is amazing. Yeah, it's it's so funny. I, I we're not being paid to say this. No, like, we're, we're true hackers. Like I, I'm a true hacker. We're hackers. And Ava talking to her ex was like so humiliating and perfect. And she's a really good character because like I will hate her sometimes and be so cringed out, and then other times I'm like, God, you're cool. She's cool. Yeah. Also, it's very how her, her like story of like tweeting something terrible about some like horrible congressman and then getting canceled by like the right. Like that's so it's like that one SNL writer who who tweeted a great joke about Baron Hilton being the first homeschool shooter. <laughs> I don't remember that. And then she got I think she got fired from SNL because really? like the right went crazy and they were like, this isn't. A, and I think there were even some like. There's annoying like resistance Twitter people being like, leave the kids out of this. Or, and it, I'm just like, okay, it's a fucking good joke. Yeah. And she got, and so I, I felt some parallels between that and her funny joke about getting sucked off and <laughs> some closeted Republican getting sucked off. I like Jean's take where she follows her and then she goes, the only thing he's going to turn him into is a top from a bottom. <laughs> I love her chasing love- her down. Yeah. To be like, wait a minute. I want like to a gene smart in yeah. my life. Like I maybe want like I know. Maybe all just ha be forced to work with like Maybe we all get canceled and then be forced to fly to Vegas to work with like a an, comedy gem. A comedy legend who people don't take seriously anymore. Yeah. That's like all I've ever wanted, honestly. And it shows just like I mean, that moment when she's seeing that late night pilot she did, mm-hmm. that was like really beautiful. She's just been through it all. And like her jokes had to, like she actually is so deeply cutting and funny, but her jokes had to be sort of neutered, neutered for like men, basically. It also makes me miss Joan Rivers because, <sighs> but also like I'm grateful that she passed when she did I because know. she would not I couldn't handle her getting canceled today well also she would have just hated it living like in yeah. this culture she been, like, yeah she would have been like someone just take me the fuck out i know i wish i wish that they had cryogenically frozen her i know they'd have to wait like a thousand years to bring her back god that i'm still so sad about that i know that was devastating she, she had more she had like a, a lot of years left i think Oh, for sure. That was such a fucking tragic mistake. But yeah, we, we're, we're grateful. She could have only existed when she did. It was her time. Like, yeah. whatever is in charge of whatever just knew it was like, it was the right time. Do you ever watch that documentary about her? Yeah. There's I think about it constantly. Her Damn like- right, William. To her like gay fan who like shows up at every show. <laughs> She goes, William loves me. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I got one fan. 
<laughs> and that she writes her own jokes still. Mm-hmm. She wrote all her own jokes still. What a woman. What a gorgeous woman. Have people tried to go after her retroactively? Mm, I'm sure. Give it some time. Give it time and then everything you love will just be destroyed. I stand Joan out. Rivers and Melissa Rivers starring in their own biopic. Yeah. That was a... I that was maybe up, the only questionable. I grew up watching them on the red carpet. Like yeah, me they too. were the people that I like grew up with. And like them just being her just being a ruthless cunt about everyone. I was like, hell yeah. Melissa Rivers changing her name from her dad's name back to her mom's name. Fuck yeah. My mom bought me Melissa Rivers book when Joan died. I need to read it still. <laughs> Remember their show? Mm-hmm. Melissa was dating like the head of that porn company <laughs> on like Coanga and Barnum. Vivid? Yeah. <laughs> um, Ugh, love them. Also, Joan's apartment. Yeah, that was her a like gilded apartment. That it was, was a, like it was Donald Trump esque. Yeah. But t- more, but actually tasteful. Hey. It's hard to be tasteful, like have a gilded anything. That's it was tasteful. a literal ballroom that she converted into an apartment. Yeah, that's she. She was so cool. Yeah. Imagine like having her as like a grandmother. So lucky. Imagine being on set working on that production crew while Juliana Rancic and Joan Rivers are sitting next to each other and having to like interact. <laughs> I miss her. Juliana. Juliana, like, how is she? I mean, she's done. She retired. Oh, really? Yeah. It was good. Her last Oscars. Oh, we'll miss you. Seeing Juliana on the Oscars red carpet standing like 12 feet away from everyone going, hello. (laughs) That was like the appropriate way for her to go out. Remember when she was interviewing Sofia Vergara at some award show a few years ago? And as she went away, Juliana went, gracias. And did like Valerie Cherish prayer hands. Gracias. And, Ju- and Sofia Vergara was like, fuck. I will never get over Juliana Rancic's diet interview where she basically, she, this is like, I've talked about this a lot, but she gave an interview somewhere where she like takes you through her entire day of eating and you realize that she eats like 450 calories. She's too thin. Uh, yeah. And her husband with like a big, her husband has like a big face. Never really tried to mess with him. Remember their show? Yeah, kind of. I was just, I've always been in a place of why with Juliana. I think I watched it with my mom. She's never been an aspirational woman to me. She dated George Clooney. Really? I think so. Right? I'm pretty sure she dated George Clooney. I thought she just like had like a Rosie O'Donnell crush on him. There's no way. Uh, George Clooney's dated some like randos. Though. George Clooney dated a teacher at my middle school. He loves like he say what you will about old George. He loves just like a he's down for to date anyone. He's open. Oh, never mind. She just had a she was just obsessed with George. Oh my god! And talked about him her all worst the time. moment ever, or her most the most the moment I wanted to literally rip my own spine out and jump off a cliff was when. She was interviewing George in a mall at the Golden Globes when a mall when George was getting the Cecil B. DeMille Award and a mall was being like presented to Hollywood for the first time. Mm-hmm. And Juliana Rensing 
took a shot of Casamigos tequila and like wanted them to take a shot with her and they and Amal literally just stared at her while she did it and like <laughs> and looked at George and they just didn't take shots with her. Incredible. They, they went no, and she was like Amal and Amal went, and she kind of just watched her. It was like I I wanted to be like I actually felt bad for her. Like I was like girl. <laughs> She's been Amal in a place like this. Mm. She's been in a place of girl stop for years. She's, I think, lived the last 10 years of her career as girl stop. As girl stop. I and mean, remember her cringe Zendaya comment? No one's ever stopped her. She stopped herself before anyone would put a stop to her. It's shocking. She's shocked me. Do you think Brad Koreska ever said stop? No. No, he's too nice. Yeah. No one... I feel like she, it's like she's so... She looks so fragile because you could no. literally just put her over your leg and snap her into. Well, like she, had a that, stick. she had that really hard cancer battle. Oh yeah. So it made her. Well, that like gave her a shred of likability, but even I forgot about that. And like, I really think I don't know how she made it through all these years. She literally got so thin she just slipped through the cracks. No one could stop her. You can literally, yeah. She literally, Turn like, if you hear a draft, a, <laughs> a she could just be like, Psh. You know, like, graveyard fences? Mm-hmm. She could literally just slide through it. <laughs> She's like in Beetlejuice, that guy that's, like, hanging, that, mm-hmm. like, gives the mail to people in the yeah. mailroom, and he can go through a sliver in the wall. Mm-hmm. That's Juliana. She's retired so that she can actually live her full truth, which is just being the mailman in Beetlejuice. <laughs> At E. <laughs> Slipping through, the cr- through all the walls. They're like, going virtual, it's hard to get a mailman in here. And she goes, I know the perfect person for the job. <laughs> Me. And she goes, I quit E. I'm flat as a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom. Because I actually prefer small spaces. Make me feel comfortable. And she's always like going like this. Mm. <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Yeah, no comprende. She's definitely some, like an Italian person. It would be like, I know what it's like to be like, like she was talking. I remember she was talking to like the producer of um, Minari about like the immigrant experience. And the, and the woman was just like, I love when Italians try and to do like, that. I was like, you got to girl, gotta, stop. You got to stop right now. <laughs> this, this is not appropriate. You needed to give her the mayor of Easttown slap. <laughs> Some people need need a good. Mare needed that. Mare needed a smackin'. That mom was right. Yeah. Ocean City. Ocean. Um, guys. Speaking of. Speaking of women that need to be slapped. Sutton in this. Okay. Okay. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're, and listening, you're listening to, to a sexy, sexy unique, unique podcast. podcast. Beverly, Beverly Hell's Angels. Angels.
Sutton turned a corner for me in this episode into the wrong direction by the end of it. I wanted, because I like Sutton and I wanted to be like, just stop. She needed, she buried, she, she she needed a, a girl stop. The, the Crystal thing tried is, to and then Crystal turned on her. Yeah, but I think, I don't think that Sutton is like a bad person. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at but all. But I think when conversations about race come up, any t- even if you're not on camera and like you're a white person, you just don't, you just have to be quiet. And listen. You just listen and you don't weigh in because your opinion is truly not needed in those moments. It's Even if you think that, you're the only person the that thinks up. that. And you just like do yourself and everyone a favor and just be quiet. And I think she fell into the like trap of like, well, I feel like I need to say something right now. And it's like. And then she took it to a ne- place of like, I'm being. I'm being. Pr- like it's <laughs> never going to end well. No. You're just better off. Take Kyle's cue in that moment and just shut up. Kyle knew what she was doing. Because I think Kyle knows how to like play that game or whatever. Like I would argue that Kyle's probably like worse than Sutton is. Me too. But like she at least knows like now's not the time. But Crystal was making really good points, obviously. And I think Crystal was just kind of like she's new. She doesn't know. Like so she kind of has a fresh um like she doesn't she has no fucks to give with like that kind of stuff so she's kind of like why like or don't be that person yeah you know what i mean so I, I thought it was a really compelling and necessary scene um i think you know it's not the job of these women of color to be educating these white women obviously but like it's refreshing to see like someone like crystal just coming in and being like what's going on here yeah i mean i like chris i i i like crystal a lot i think she's like she she this this episode i really was like okay i like her no i like like knowing about her her family history is really fascinating to me. Yeah, the fact is. that her brother's like a legitimate pop star. I know in China. I like, had pop star energy. That's incredible. Um, love her relationship with Lucy. I love any time like a, a the, to see like a cleaning lady and like a wealthy person interact is like Lucy runs the show. Surefire entertainment in my mm-hmm. book. But I'm missing. Like, I don't necessarily, I don't look to housewives for like a social or culturally no. educational moment. No. Like, I don't look to any reality but TV but, for that. But, but it, they're doing, they're, they're forcing us to see it. So it's like, yeah. So if you're going to do it, I think it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's a little like, okay. It's for a instance, little heavy handed, like, to put this, I'm like, don't put this on these people. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, like, when they brought Tiffany, into Real Housewives of Dallas. So oh, like, I didn't watch Dallas. And Tiffany was actually an amazing housewife, but like she just was being like, these other women were just not, like they couldn't handle being faced with their own, you know, yeah. whiteness. And I think it's just like, so it's it just, but it was like, I don't know. It, it's bravo i'm i'm like where i, d- I don't trust them fully no, of, of what they're of what they're trying to do but i do love the addition of crystal i think she's yeah a good i think she's gonna be good and she's not afraid to fight which i like 
Mm-hmm. Confrontational. I love it. But I also think that Sutton is... It was just... For she's me, fragile yeah. in a way that, like, if... Like, I'm thinking back to last season when she said... Like, it's, I can't cry. remember what she said, but she was, then she was like... Yeah, she like cries really easily. It's just like an easy target to pick on. She didn't want to go into Teddy's like Nexium retreat, which I wouldn't <laughs> want to go in. I'd be like, I want to eat. Yeah, I just um <laughs> You know, I, I agree with you. She has almost has Sonia energy a little bit. Obviously like more with it, but in terms of the like, kind of this like something a little fragile about her. Yeah. But it's like she, but she kind of, she did it to herself a little. Mm-hmm. So it's, I was a little like, Ugh. but anyway, we'll get to that. We start out with Garcelle talking to Sut- Sutton in the car on her way over to get lunch with Kyle. Garcelle, by the way, is just like the most beautiful housewife. She's yeah. like so stunning. And she's literally looked the same age since she modeled. She's so beautiful and just like doesn't age. And is amazing. Yeah. So she's calling Sutton and they're talking about they both got like sexy massages mm-hmm. that bordered on like. They're finally getting massaged again. I'm like, good for you both. They're like, it's been so long really since jealous. I've gotten a massage. I was like, yeah, it's been. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Actually, but you went to I the chiropractor. Have, I went to the chiropractor, but that's not the same as a massage. But do you feel relief? Mm, minimal okay i mean i feel like i don't i don't know what is relief at this point i've been in so much like neck pain that i actually don't like the only relief will be just to not have neck pain anymore and i don't tbd if they can do it for me the only relief is to just like not be headless and like walk around holding your own head the relief would be to be the headless horseman <laughs> that as if you see me galloping through the forest just holding a pumpkin and, and having no head and i throw my pumpkin at you and try and like run. take your soul you'll be like wow she's out of pain that's my future <laughs> you are literally a jack-o'-lantern head mm-hmm. so garcelle's going to con- basically try to hash it out with kyle because they still are not good because last season in the reunion, Kyle accused Garcelle of not paying the money she pledged, pledged. At, like an auction yeah. or some shit. And I was interested, like, I felt like watching them speak about this and like Garcelle speak about this, I like understood more like why she was so upset by that because it truly is like. As white people, you just don't have to think about like your word. You don't have to think about your words as much and like the way that you're stereotyped. I mean, it's just like I guess white people are stereotyped as like dumb bitches, which is just like spot the lie or whatever, yeah. but that's not gonna like have potential to like ruin your life or your social standing in no, the same yeah, way as like a person of color has to worry about the way that they're like representing their race or their like if they're standing up to the stereotype or like breaking it down. And so I was like, damn, okay. No, it was, gr- I mean, it was really, Garcelle was explained it to Kyle and like was really honest. And Kyle, to her credit, listened and like she got, she didn't really get that defensive, I don't think. No, I, she seemed receptive and it did, it did seem like 
it was just a mistake on everyone's part. But I also will stand by my assessment that I don't think it matters who you are. I think if Kyle's pissed at you, she'll throw anything in your face. Yeah. And she said later that she didn't really regret it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's, I was like, she's, okay, good. Because that's at least authentic. Kyle's very aware of the camera i think she's been on the show for 12 years now so she's, she's like born performer yeah and she so she whether she means it or not she's savvy with like how she's perceived but garcelle was being like yeah i thought it was it was interesting and also like uh you know chilling to hear like that some such like throwaway language can have such destructive effects on a black woman or mm -hmm. you know what i mean so she that that was her point because she she said like overtly like would you have said this to, to one of the white women yeah and kyle was like almost i was like don't she's gonna say i don't see color <laughs> but she didn't say that thank god um but it was it was interesting and it was really funny too like they were about to Garcelle like kind of just said it like she was like would you have said it basically it was like were you being racist to Kyle and then right then the waiter comes over and they go I'll have a tomato salad and then Garcelle was like and I'll have a crab cake mm -hmm. like they they I've noticed in every episode of Housewives whether they're having an intense combo or not at the restaurant we have to see what they order I don't yeah, know what it and is I appreciate that in that situation I would have taken the crab cake that crab cake looked good as fuck yeah Kyle got to Kyle got to pause and collect herself of what <laughs> bullshit she was going to spin in her head. Mm -hmm. And then I also was darked out seeing a waiter in like full PPE. I was oh, like yeah. brought back to a place of like <laughs> COVID PTSD. Pre-vaccine COVID times. Yeah. I'm just like. I just, I think that COVID just that, especially last year, just with everything that was happening, like yeah. it's, it's inevitable that this, and like it's, that is the it's necessary now. to yeah. like see it. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's Bravo's clearly like dubious for like scrambling to like their about make up face for... in this whole situation has been, but side eye. I think it's I I don't mind. I I like seeing it. I like seeing the the combos again. I don't think it's their job. Like it's not Garcelle's job to talk to ex educate Kyle, but she's mm -hmm. telling her candidly like what the deal is, which yeah. is which is like. I think it's necessary. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the PPE is always like frightening. It's a frightening thing. Like a 90 day fiance when they're like talking about getting divorced and masks in a lawyer's office and you just see their little mouths moving, like breathing into the, and I'm like, God, fuck hell. Yeah. I just like, don't, I want like escapist. I want a fan. I want to live in like a fantasy world. Well, every, every show it probably until the end of next year reality show is gonna have people in masks so I know. like we so have it's, to and it's just like it's gonna be a reminder it's such a reminder i know maybe i just need to like watch hacks and like or yeah. like scripted television because yeah. reality tv is too real it's too it got too real all of a sudden covid made it yeah speaking of not real we go to erica's little office slash <laughs> The alternate least, her like other her downtown lair which i was like that's where she lives it's really tacky i feel like I she know. like lives there doesn't actually live with tom 
I don't trust anything she says or does. Well, Sutton goes over and every time, so she's, she's getting styled. She's like all her like many racks of clothes. Everything I see, I'm like plane crash victim, plane crash victim. I was also laughing when uh, like her stylist is going over who sent her what. And she's like, Alexander Wang sent all of this. And I was like, wow, two criminals working together. Yeah, two fucking predators. (laughs) It's like a match made in hell. Yeah. Sutton comes over. Um, I just wrote Sutton is insane. <laughs> she's wild. Has her accent gotten thicker? I don't know. She's definitely like... Is she playing it up a little? She's hamming it up for the cameras more than last season. <clears throat> that that worries me. I don't I want... know. I don't... When they fly too close to the sun, there's only one way to go. We saw it, we saw it play out on Summer House, and I don't want her to get the like Hannah Burner. I don't want her to flame out. I know what you're talking about. Happen. Yeah, sorry. I know what you're talking... Like, it's like... Sutton, this is your, you got it. You're now an official diamond holder. Like, you need to slow down a little, pace yourself. Don't, you know, don't be Icarus. Yeah. And stay, tread lightly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It worries me. It worries me. It worries me too. And I don't, I don't want to see that for, I don't want to see that for my little, little Sutton in her flapper dress, but sometimes like, that's just what happens, I guess. She needs to stop reading gay Twitter because yeah, the, I gay, like the standoms of the gay stands. It'll warp your brain. It'll warp your brain. Like we've seen it happen with like Luann. You and, can't believe, you can't believe the good things anyone says and you can't believe the bad things anyone says. You literally just have to go create your own like mm-hmm, marker mm-hmm. and stick to that. Because the second Dorinda. you start buying into either side, you're totally. gonna there's it's just bad news. Happened with Dorinda, mm-hmm. happened with Luann. We've seen it. Yeah. Um Did so Sutton got divorced. Yeah. I love she's says she's feeling her pretty mess self. So I think I have a little pretty mess in me waiting to come out. And Erica goes, Hell yeah, girl. They talk about um at one point, she's talking about a pilot who was Sutton met a pilot who was like in a porn. He flew a helicopter that for was a being, porn that was being used like some people fucking in a helicopter. Erica feigned. She was like, <gasps> and and then Erica started talking about the FAA, and she knew a lot about it. And I was like, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Erica's like, the only place I would move with Tom is like Bel Air or Hancock Park. And then I wrote Army Hammer. Because remember they were rumored? Oh, yeah. And he lived in Hancock Park. Huh. He had to flee Hancock Park in the dead of night like fucking Dracula. Yeah. What is going to happen with Erica? We better, it better like shift focus to like the Erica takedown show. Are they like recording? I think they like record next door. Oh, cool. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I hope it's like a Jen Shaw moment where we see her get like the bomb drop. Arraigned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need like I need like crime and punishment. Punishment. <laughs> hmm Does Erica smoke cigs? I'm probably yeah. I need to see more of Sig smoke. Like on New York they 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 showed like Tinsley smoking. Luann, like I need to see more of it. I loved when like Lisa Vanderpump and Ken were just chiefing cigs on Beverly Hills. Yeah, like 
it's so it's so nice to see these women just chaining cigs. Kyle smokes. They right? all I think everyone in LA that's like famous smokes. Yeah. I mean I smoke and I'm not famous. I know, but like I think everyone that's like on like an actor or yeah. on camera, which is wild. Especially of a certain age. To be like a 50-year-old woman smoking seems like the most dangerous thing to me that you can do. The most dangerous game. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I literally like the the main reason that I'm not like a smoker anymore is because I'm terrified of like being an old haggard like smoker face with bad skin. And I'm also terrified of getting like a blood clot and terrified of getting cancer. So I'm just like, Hey. I guess I'll stop and then I'll like smoke one cigarette a month or like one time. Like if yeah. someone else is smoking, I'll like bum one and feel like naughty about it. But like to be literally in your 50s and smoking, you are making choices. Yeah, I, I shan't. I yeah. respect it, but it, you're, I'm not walk, gonna, I mean, you're I'm, walking, uh, you're living on the edge. I am, but it's for me, it's like cigarettes or <laughs> yeah. smoking coke. You know, it's like it's a Sophie's choice. (laughs) Um, but I I hear you. It's like jarring. Yeah. Um, but I love to see it, and I I support. I support everyone smoking. I just am really sad that it is so bad for everyone. Maybe someday it won't be. Like, don't we have the technology to just make cigarettes that are good for you? Can it be like the fifties where it was no one? Remember when everyone was just encouraged to smoke all the time? Can it be like that again? Yeah, I miss the golden days. (laughs) Um, Kyle and Garcelle meet for lunch. We've already talked about this. Yeah. Um, Then we are at Crystal. Kyle, go. I want to give you a hug. I've been tested. (sighs) I was like, I know. I can't do anymore. Like, it's really difficult to have like COVID reminders all the time. Mm. Crystal and Rob's house, though, is an oasis. A 9,000 square foot oasis of Lion King. Although he's only done like one movie that I like care about. Yeah, but the fact that he directed the Lion King in his late 20s. Yeah, I want to like. I was like cutting off. I was sawing off my foot. (laughs) It was Carrie Elwes in Saw. Just going for it. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I was very like, please. Time to walk into traffic. Um, Give me to the sea. Someone pointed out to me, a listener pointed out to me that Crystal and Rob first started dating when she was 17. Oh, I thought it was 20. She did like the math or whatever and did some digging and it was like 17. I mean, he's like 38 years older than her. I mean, it's sexy that it worked out for them. Or no, not 38 years older. He's... I was like, wow, 38 years older? You look fresh as a daisy. Like 20 years older than him? Yeah. Or than her? Mm-hmm. 17, he was like 40 or 41. You... None of my business. Um, um, but I love her. I love her whole life. She schedules with Lucy, with Rob. I really got a rush looking at their calendar. Her kids are gorgeous. Back to back. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to GetCanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. 
yeah their her life just seems great all she does is like schedule sends her kids to tennis argues with lucy mm-hmm. but like in a fun way yeah lucy just checks her it's a series of checks and balances with lucy the presidente of the house crystal calls her boss mm-hmm. her brother jeff is a chinese pop star like she could have her own reality show i want it that's why i'm like when she's added into this mix i'm like there are several different reality shows that I would watch. I would watch Crystal's reality show about her and Rob and their family. I would watch the sisters Hilton. I think Kim, the Kathy, sisters and Richards. Kyle. The sisters Richards. They need their own show. Totally. Or Kyle, Chris Jenner, and Faye Resnick. Yeah. I think Kyle, Chris, Faye, Kathy, and Kim mm. should do a spinoff. Wait. Sorry to interrupt you. Did did we talk about them at Craig's the other night? The three of them? No. Paparazzi at Craig's. Who? Kyle, Kim, and Kathy out and about together in West Hollywood. Wow. Nature truly is healing. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's huge. Oh, my God. Kim. (laughs) I love her so much. Yeah, I'm. That's what. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Don't care about Rinna. <sighs> Rinna's out. I. I told you last time. Yeah. Her goose is cooked. That's the thing. Is like that. Like. I hope the show pops off, but I don't know. I could. I would also watch a show of Erica Jane just getting busted by the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love her brother being. Obviously, he he left China. I think when. COVID, COVID was struck. starting there, but now and then now it's here, so he's just stuck. But he's a he's like a nanny. I love the idea of being like very famous in another country, and then you go to a different country, and no one gives a shit about you. Yeah, you're just like a manny. Yeah, that's incredible. Incredible dynamics at play. Um, Lisa Garcelle gets to the little private. They're leaving for Tahoe that Lisa Rin is arranging. Garcelle gets there first, and Lisa's already there, mask on, sunglasses on, and she like doesn't have a face because her face is so thin. <laughs> and then Garcelle She's is the like, Invisible Man. She literally looks like the Invisible Man, like in the old Invisible Man. And Garcelle and her are kind of awkward because of the whole Denise situation. And Garcelle's kind of like mm, so. And then Lisa just goes, "I'm the first one here." <laughs> she is uh she's been there for days yeah she was waiting she camped out at the airport very kim richards going lisa i've been here for days in paris i was really into garcelle's entire vibe on this airplane which that was, was me get me off of this fucking airplane even when like they went they did some like flashbacks to the plane of like Kathy and Kyle like talking and Garcelle's just in the corner with their sunglasses like sipping like a vodka soda. I but, get that. Yeah. I especially on a prop plane. That tiny plane, mm. I didn't trust it. I don't like a I don't like a private jet disguised like a commercial airliner. Mm-mm. Too small. I was like, where are the couches? Where are they? Plot. Where's the bed? Where's the couches? It was interesting that Kyle. Remember Kyle? Her performative fear of flying. Mm-hmm. She would bring that like the Kabbalah or whatever. Yeah. Now, now, where is it? Yeah. Well, she got hypnotized. Oh, really? Yeah. I missed out on. And that. I think maybe when you got Kathy with you, 
Yeah, I've, if you have Kathy with you, you basically have a good luck charm. Yeah, Garcelle having her eyes. I'm like, that is literally me on takeoff. I literally bless myself. And she's, you can tell like her eyes are closed the entire time. She's not having it. Well, also, you're going up through like mountains. Bumpy. Mm-hmm. California is bumpy as fuck when you fly over coming in from the east. Every time Kathy arrives on screen, I laugh. Mm-hmm. I just wrote hell fucking yeah, me seeing Kathy Hilton. She's a breath of fresh air. She goes, I've never gone on a girl's trip. She goes, you may hear women going to a spa for a weekend together. I do all that with my husband, Rick. <laughs> never has she ever been on a girl's trip. Mm-hmm. And then she sits down and she goes, Mrs. Hamlin, do we have any yummy snacks to eat? And I was obsessed that she called Lisa Mrs. Hamlin. And Lisa goes, ah, Kathy, I love you. Yeah. And I was like, I get You know that. that she like doesn't, I bet like Lisa Rinna like doesn't, she does such a good job of like accepting a troll and like not being ruffled by it. Yeah. I'm also like, I'm sorry, as if Lisa Rinna snacks. Yeah. <laughs> She's the last person. She might have like a leftover like seaweed paper. She, <laughs> like she's the kind of person that would be like, oh yeah, do you want this to share this with me? And then like crack the seaweed paper in half. No, but Kathy, the way Kathy rolls is the way I want to roll. Like, like gummies. Like she probably loves like gummy bears, gummy worms, little. She wants food at every, Hell, yeah. at every station, yeah. which I relate to. I want to travel her going, with her. I'm an eater. I'm an eater. Mrs. Hamlin. Do you have any snacks? Do you have any snacks? And she just goes, Ah, Lisa! Or I can't be somebody. <laughs> Keep permission! It's very uh, Lucille Bluth. I love everyone's takes on Lake Tahoe. It really like told me a lot about who they are. Erica goes, I don't have any good stories from Tahoe. I was like, what the fuck happened there? I'm sure she only has bad stories yeah. from Tahoe. Garcelle is also a Tano. Yeah, Garcelle. I mean. She's like, I'm not going anywhere cold with bears. Valid. And I was like. Yeah, Garcelle talks about bears a lot. And I was like, listen, Garcelle is making. Garcelle, to me, is like the MVP of this episode because she's being real. Mm-hmm. She's afraid of flying on a fucking. Doesn't re- want to fly on reg- a small death plane. Regional death plane with a bunch of. Not These interested women. in being on the ground floor of bear. Um, She's like, where's the people helping us with our bags? Also, no one to help with bags. Horrified at that. I was like, <laughs> okay, I like, I like it all. I like what I'm getting. Her and Kathy being like, where are the attendants? We're supposed to just carry these down ourselves. <laughs> I love Garcelle <laughs> being like, hey, um, so we're going to help us? And Dorit's like. For, I forgot Dorit was on the show. Yeah, honestly. she was a non-entity in this episode. She, she was a vape. She, bur- <laughs> she merged into the background. She was like a ghost orb. She literally was in camouflage the entire time. The only the first time she says anything is she goes, um, it's giving me Lugano Suisse about <laughs> Lake Tahoe. I'm like, shut up, Dorit. Like, she good, though. Yeah, she looks great. Kyle and Crystal go often. I was like, this is like... I feel like connected, like Hollywood types probably go to Lake Tahoe often. They're well, they're both mafia L- types go mm. there and have nothing good to say. Godfather Part Two. Yeah. There's um, well, they're both L.A. girls. Like Crystal's from Northridge. Kyle grew up here, and 
Crystal was saying it's really like an LA local. Like you go to Tahoe, so she like grew up going there. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, um, but that house is fucking sick. Oh my god, it's incredible. The view. It's eight thousand a night. Apparently, Brian Moylan tweeted about it. Wow, that's. I want to read his book about how much all the housewives make. Oh wow, he has a book about like it. A housewives tell all coming out. Oh cool, that's great. Um, Kyle and Kathy are, I think are bunking together, and which is I just wrote my heaven. Kyle's wearing a horrific bucket hat. I think it's Kathy's bucket hat. And Kyle, of course, p- attracted to the ugliest thing in every room. <laughs> the ugliest piece of clothing she can find. She will identify it and love it. And then put it on. She goes, oh my, Kathy, this Chanel hat. And puts it on. And I was like, <laughs> Kathy's walking around talking about, where's my fan? She needs a fan. And, and she goes, it's the hum. She goes, I need to hear. I have very, I have trouble uh, sleeping. I'm going to sleep and staying asleep. Same. <laughs> I sleep with a rain. You and Kathy could be the same person. I sleep with a noise machine every night. I, and I used to listen. I used to, when at my old apartment here, I didn't have AC, so I'd blast that fan. At the hums. Wow. I need I absolute silence. Ooh. I'm a silence is golden for me sleeping and like concentrating on anything. I'm Hey Siri, play playlist sleep on repeat. Oh and my God. Literally like rain, tomb rain. Wow. I sleep in a tomb. People that like. I need noise. Have noise machines at night. I'm just like how this is my hell. Simon and I both. Our noise machine people, thank God. Thank God you found each other. Yeah. But, I like, I couldn't be ooh. with someone that wasn't a noise, that was a noise machine person. I, the silence freaks me out. I can hear my breath and it, and I can hear like my heartbeat and I get, I start getting intrusive thoughts. Oh my God. I live <laughs> for silence. I'm very, I get very Kendall Jenner. Like I have anxiety. <laughs> There's no noise. <laughs> um, All right. Sorry. Tony just like spit up. Yeah, the hum, Kathy, it's about the hum. It's the hum for me. She's like, the fan isn't working. And then Kyle goes over and she goes, Kathy, you have to plug the fan in. <laughs> Kathy goes, I don't know these things. Because <laughs> I don't know how Kathy like, has made it this far in the well, world. She has like... Butlers. butlers. <laughs> she doesn't have to do anything. She just hangs out with Rick. She, she and Rick just like are like, he's like, do you want to know the spa? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> um kyle's whipping up a meal so she's ha- getting some help from like the chef of the house i'm was okay why is there like why did the salmon get burned if there was a chef there i don't know i mean that was where i was like how did she burn salmon if, she, if kyle's this like amazing cook but also like if there's a chef maybe because of covid like she doesn't want her touching the food maybe I don't but know. i was like I would, I would want maybe a refund on that chef. Um, no, it was Kyle. I know, but they had a private chef right. there too. But in the kitchen, they, but they had like reduced staff because of I don't know what the deal. It was, was really it was strange. I was like, are they cooking together? Like, who's in charge of this? Why did the salmon get burned? Yeah. If there's like another chef there. Like, curious. Wouldn't she be the one in the kitchen, like keeping an eye on things? I've got my eye on this place. I've got my eye on Tahoe. I like Lisa goes, I wanted a butler, but they wouldn't let me. 
We can't. <laughs> About the bags. Fucking sad. Kathy um walks downstairs and you just, she just goes enters the room going, Kyle, are you stirring onions? Are you stirring onions? She says it like eight times. <laughs> She's out of fucking control. She's out of control. She's wearing a shirt that says girls can do anything. I love it. They can. <laughs> Her graphic tease. Yeah. She had another one that said kindness is free. She, they can do anything. <laughs> I love a graphic tea. Are you stirring onions, Kyle? Kyle, what are you doing? Are you stirring onions? Everyone greeting each other on the main floor, like coming down for cocktail hour. I was like, you guys really need to take a chill pill. I know. I mean, like, there was you look so cute. I honestly think everyone was just excited to be out of their houses. So yeah, like, I probably. Got that. Um, but all the food looked really good, and I got. I got very hungry. I went yum. Mm-hmm. Same I charcuteries. Really, Kyle's like, we have a cheese plate. We have some salamis over there. Pasta. I was like, give it all on me. board with it all. Like, would love nothing more than for Crystal to make me a marg. A mocktail marg. Thank mm-hmm. you, Crystal. Kyle goes, we'll have a happy hour. <laughs> Cocktail hour. Then Kathy <laughs> and reveals that she. She's, Kathy starts calling Kyle Doogie. Well, they eat the food. It's all burnt. And then Kathy's trying to, like, I think, hype Kyle up for being like, you did such a good job, Doogie. And Doogie. then we find out that Kathy and Kim have called Kyle Doogie ever since she was born. That's cute. That's really cute. And then they go, the producer goes to Kathy, what's Doogie? And she goes, I don't know, the name of a little child. A child's name. This is a Doogie. Like a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> 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 Her brain. It's cute. It's really cute. She adores Kyle. But I love their just like inside oh, yeah, there sister are... language. Kyle, and you just know Kyle thinks Kathy's the funniest person in the world. She is the funny. Like Kathy is the She's maybe the, the, the best comedian that we have living <laughs> in the world today. She's like Deborah Vance. She is about she's I would say better than Deborah Vance. Wait, really? Before this happens, when they're all like sitting on the couch eating or snacking and drinking, um, Kyle's like talking about her nose, and and she's like, "People say it looks younger." Then Kathy goes, "Then you'll get a little more snipped off and look even younger." <laughs> she's then you'll start in on your ears. And Kyle goes, "Oh, don't talk about my ears, Kathy." <laughs> and then Sutton goes, "Well, you don't have to worry about any of that." She goes, "You don't have to worry about it when you're dead." And I was like, I "Good was, like, point." All right, Sutton. I heard funeral <laughs> organs. At? Yeah. I hear a little like Southern Gothic funeral organs whenever Sutton's on. It was a little sharp objects. Mm-hmm. Her and Deandra from Dallas, whenever they come on here. I like that that's like Southern Gothic organ music to you. Mm-hmm. It's like circus music. I know. <laughs> um, and then Kyle does an, a fucking incredible impression of Kathy mistaking her for garcelle <laughs> she's spot on it's inc- yeah it's because she got she it's it's her she's she can't see her s's has like kind of a slur like very martha stewart slur to her s's it's just it's one kathy's one of a kind mm-hmm. more of her please yeah you did great doogie you did, doogie you did these a fine job doogie's great she's great at food she's a good chef they're all like, who the fuck's Doogie? 
Kyle doesn't even know. No, I like the just no origin, like no explanations, just doogie. Like a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Child's name. Child's name. Um, They play tr- Two Truths and a Lie. Sutton gives that also everyone a flask, which I was like, I've never been a flask person. I actually think flasks are disgusting, so I was not impressed by that gift. Crystal wasn't impressed. I stand with Crystal yeah. and flask gate. I was like... Flasks are nasty. How do you even... You can never clean them. You'll yeah. never know if it's clean on the inside or not. So Oof. you're just drinking like bacteria juice. And like it's warm. I was like, count me out. Amoeba water. Yeah, no thanks. If I wanted to drink from Giardia Pond, I would just do that. Yeah, I would. I would go suck, put a straw in a puddle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to flask. Yeah. Like, give me an ashtray. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. I love a beautiful ashtray. Mm. Um, So they all do their little, they goes, let's play two, two truths, truths and, and a lie. lie. Where you tell two truths and then you tell a lie. And we have to guess which one is the truth and the lie. Um, Crystal, Crystal goes first. and owns it. Yeah, she goes, I was arrested. I worked at an escort, escort service. Agency, and I was propositioned to be a madam. And they go, you weren't arrested. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, ooh. Love. She worked at an escort agency when she was 18. Love it. She was like their answering receptionist. Major. Erica goes, I'll go. <laughs> and then she's like, I wore a wire in a government case. I was like, okay, Erica, <laughs> what are you, like, you need to clip, 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 <laughs> clip, clip. But I was like, you need to stop. She what basically you- copped to being like involved in organized crime. And I was like, you still are. <laughs> and she's like, I was in the mafia. And then Lisa's like, Erica, what did you do? What did you need to be wired for? And she goes, I'll tell you later. I was like, what? Is she even telling the truth? She's drunk. (laughs) Her, I'm still just thrown by her death becomes her tell-all look. Yeah. Those brows. I know. Who's in charge of that? You can always tell when Erica's a little drunk. She's not, she's always very like subtle about it, but like she gets a little weird. Mm -hmm. Like when she freaked out at, Eileen for t- talking about her policeman's son. And it was like, Eileen was like, what? what do you, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I miss Eileen. I know. We need her back. Her, like. You beast. You beast. <laughs> beast. Her beast. soap opera energy was everything to me. How dare you? Her every move was all, like much like Kathy made me laugh. Beast. Just her physicality. Yeah. Sutton, my queen, was a barista at Starbucks. I know. I was, I like, was like, thank. I was like, that's amazing. How, I was also, I was like, how old is Starbucks? I know. Because she's like in, at least in her 50s. Right? Yeah. I was like, I thought Starbucks was around in like the 80s. Made me love Starbucks even more. Yeah, me too. I think it was a, around in Seattle. Like with Sutton, yeah, like get- grunge in Seattle in the 80s. We don't know enough about Sutton. I know. I want to know. We got to know more. Then Kathy just tells. <laughs> then Kathy just tells three truths. Or she we goes, don't even actually know what's true and what's not. She, she goes, goes. I was a hairdresser. I was a dental assistant, <laughs> and I worked in concierge at uh, Waldorf. Sorry. And then everyone's like, "What?" And Kyle goes, "Kathy, those are all true." And <laughs> Kyle just. 
throws her head back laughing. And Kathy goes, <laughs> <laughs> Kathy will not adhere to any rules. And then they, they flash back to that day where she revealed the, all three of those truths. Like only... <laughs> Mere out. This is when they flash back to the plane and it, Mere hours. Kathy's talking to someone. She goes, yeah, and I was a hairdresser. And you just see Garcelle literally going into like crash zone. <laughs> this is when her, her glasses are on and Garcelle truly is in like the death zone. Garcelle's in brace position. She is. She's sipping brace, on her cocktail. Brace, brace. And she's literally sitting there in hell as yeah. Kathy behind her goes, that was a hairdresser. <laughs> oh my God. Kathy <laughs> would be the best person to fly with because she flies all the time and she probably has no fear of flying. Zero. I was a hairdresser for children. I was a hairdresser. I was also a dental assistant. And I worked in rest. And she said all these things and then says them again. And then <laughs> Kat- Kyle it. goes, Kathy, those are all t- true. And then Kathy goes, ah! <laughs> and everyone, And then everyone cracks up. Comedian. Kyle goes, my sister never plays by the rules. I love that. That's what I love about her. Then everyone kind of retires off to their separate spaces and Lisa and Garcelle get a chance to like chat again. Lisa terrorizes Garcelle (laughs) and they kind of try to, Lisa tries to bury the hatchet, but then also like does that whole martyr thing that she likes to do where she's like, I'll, I'll be, I'll take it. I'll be the one to take it all. Yeah. It's interesting her approach because like, Garcelle's definitely right that she, her apology was so preemptive. Like it prevented Garcelle from saying what it, her feelings were. And then, but where you, it ends up is with Lisa being like, I'm going to be me. And if you have a problem, you should just say something. But like, I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. And then Garcelle says something and Lisa goes, ah, see, this is good. You were honest. And I was like, Rina, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kyle, Crystal, and Sutton, like, Kyle's, like, walking on the counters. And she's like, Crystal, I'm ready for another mog. And Crystal's like, coming right up. Yeah. They're, they're ready to party. They're ready to rage. And then. Kathy's gone to a place of, of hum. <laughs> Kathy's humming in the back room. <laughs> I feel like Kathy like is the kind of person like as soon as the fan goes on, she's just like it, oh, where yeah, even if she's standing, she'll just fall down and go right to sleep. She's trained her brain. Mm-hmm. And then Crystal whips up like, a bunch of margs and they start talking about the Garcelle of it all. Yeah, and Kyle explains like yeah she she explained to me why that comment I made was upsetting and i like understand and like was talking about it and then sutton just out of the blue she just she just goes i am not going to talk about racial stereotypes right now and i was like okay yeah and she's like because you know i get profiled like she's basically like being from the south i'm like not the same thing it's not the same she's like everyone thinks i'm just a hick because my accent she goes I get profiled. Profile. It's racist. Like she basically said, it's racist. Yeah, it's just like it's not. It's not the time. And then Crystal goes like, "Because Sutton, what are you talking about?" And Sutton's like, and then Sutton pushes back on Crystal, and tries to be like, "I'm not racist at all." And then Crystal says like, "Please tell me you're that girl 
who doesn't see color say it. And so she's like ready. She knows what Sutton's about to say, I think. Yeah, it all it just also felt like I don't know. I'm just curious about like how this conversation gets engineered on like the pro- producerial side of like now you guys are going to need to talk about like the Garcelle thing and like yeah. who's going to take what side and like how it's like all edited together. Cuz again, like I just don't I don't think Sutton means wrong. No, but, but she... it's also just like babe read the room and just like shut up yeah but it's I also mean, she, difficult if you're like four marks deep to like have that kind of wherewithal it seemed like she was ready to be defensive though like yeah without prompt mm-hmm. like no one no one was asking her to like say what she said is what i think the real issue was and then once she opened that can of worms then it was like crystal's gonna be like well yeah, trying to claim that, like, you've been persecuted as, like, a white hillbilly <laughs> stereotype is, like, honey, that's called, lu- you should, you're lucky. To a woman of color standing <laughs> right next to you. Yeah. It's, like, it's not, it was not, and then it ends with it saying to be continued, so, like, you know, it's going to carry in, probably be a big issue. I think Sutton and Crystal are going to come to blows this season. Yeah, I think they are. I hate I hate that though. Like I wish that the conflict would be about something else. Like I'd rather have like Puppygate conflict. And it seems like from Sutton's I'm interested in seeing like a person with like actual like problematic views or like history or whatever like be confronted about their behavior like on Vanderpump Rules or whatever. Like Stasi did like racist shit like but like period and like almost like violent yeah like set like was in your face like problematic Mm -hmm. racist and i'm in interested in seeing someone answer for that and then also see them getting trolled or like called out on camera but sutton i don't i think that it's more manufactured as like i don't know maybe i'm walking myself into a hole no, I, I, I think it's I think it's it's definitely worth seeing what happens next. I think I think Sutton I think is probably a good person and I think she means well, but it was it was she was showing her her privilege a little in that moment. Yeah. And I think Crystal was trying to like give her a bit of a reality check, which I think And I, I think Sutton was asking for it with, with the way she was she was being kind of aggressive about it. And I think I think she was being like yeah, went from zero to 60. Yeah, so it's like, okay, if you're going to go extra, like, you have to handle what you're dishing out. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think from what I've seen of Sutton, like, I've seen evidence of her being, like, like she's, I remember last year during the summer, like, was posting about, like, her work with, like, a, a house or a charity in New York that helps black trans women and trans women of color. You know what I mean? So I think she's, like, I think she tries to do, or she, it seems like she is on the right side of things or like has well intentions and like tries to do what she can do in her position to help people. So I I, I think she is like a good person, but she in this moment was like, like, you know what I mean? Like zip it. I was like, come on. I'm curious to see where it goes. Sutton should have just like, 
she was burying herself a little and she should have just shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's pretty much she was Take drunk. a page out of the Kyle handbook and go out to the hot tub and chill the fuck out. Yeah. Your Marg. You know, don't say this to Crystal. It's not you're not gonna it's not gonna It's do, not gonna go well. It's not gonna go well. It's not gonna go the way you want it to. Yeah. So you're Saying this to a woman of color, it's not going to go well. So she, she's digging herself in. So we'll see how this turns out next week. I know. Pray for the Starbucks barista. I do love a, an immediate girls trip, though, to start off the season. Yeah. Great place. Every, emotions are high. Things are elevated because everyone's been kind of stir crazy. So it's, I'm interested. Yeah. I want... I would love to see people turn on like Rinna. Me too. My MVPs of this episode were Garcelle and Kathy. Yeah. Garcelle, Kathy. Garcelle assuming brace position. (laughs) Garcelle going into a place of crash of just being like death is imminent and it's all we can actually know in our future. Yeah. Like her and I've truly been there when like people are talking, but you're in like a terrible mood and you're like a truly like in a place of silence with your glasses on and your head in the corner, just like drinking out of a cup and being like, how are, how is anyone speaking right now? Yeah. (laughs) Like in a true, true private hell. A friend of mine told this story once about like, I think he was traveling with like an improv group or like some acting, like they were doing some, they were going to some festival or something and they were on a plane together. (laughs) (laughs) There were people sitting like in nicer seats than the other people. Like some, it got like luck of the draw and there was really bad turbulence to the point where like everyone thought they were like going down. And he said he, he looked up and saw someone from his class (laughs) in the nicer seats. Look back at them and go, and like reach their <laughs> hand, kind of toss their hand out, like to someone they knew who was in the back, just wishing that they could yeah. touch in that hard moment. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> I hate airplanes so much. I know. Get ready. The worst. The worst thing too is like now, of course, like. Airlines love like a horrific tragedy because it means that they can wild out and charge you for every little thing. So like after 9-11, they were like, oh my God, like this sucks, but we're going to make the most of this. And we're going to like charge you for extra leg room, blah, blah, blah. And now after COVID, they're like, okay, guys, this sucks, but we're going to make the most of this. And like you get charged for like, if you want to travel with a pet, you get charged um they will sell you a seat but then in order to select a seat you just have to pay more yeah i love that like bait and switch oh yeah of like you think you're paying a price but they're like well i guess if you want to complete it you're gonna have to choose a seat but then the only seats that are available are 68 dollars. so sorry hmm, i guess the choice is yours they say they say they love it airlines are truly run by like satanic help <laughs> they are like Literally, they're like, can't what can how can we troll our customer? They're like, how can we just like bend our customer over and just like fucking have our way with them and they will take it and not say a damn thing? It's one of the only (coughs) industries where they can people can get away with that, yeah, because you're just like, oh, I just want to get this over with, sure. You're like, fine, I gotta get from point A to point B. Wait, did you see the viral video of the Karen at the airport? No. In Indianapolis? 
I'll send it to you, but she's literally seems like an Anne Dowd character, and she's <laughs> arguing with with like a policeman at the gate. I guess she tried to like barrel her way through the <laughs> gate into the, like and to get in, and they stopped her. And I guess they thought she was like charging the plane, so they might have like prevented her from going. And she was accusing them of choking her, <laughs> and she's going, "I want to speak to the airport manager." <laughs> And then she goes up to the people at the gate, and she's not wearing a mask, and she goes, Does anyone see that? I am a woman wearing a dress, and he put me in a choker! My <laughs> name is Terry Ann! And then someone goes, You deserved it. Ooh. And then she goes, and, he, and, then, and she goes, I am a woman in a dress! And, and then the guy goes, Boo-hoo! And she goes, Boo-hoo! Boo-hoo! Wait, I've just, hold on. Aunt Lydia went crazy. And someone wrote the Aunt Lydia origin story. Oh my god, I wait, love wait, wait, barreling wait. through. You have to hear those. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. He threw me to the ground! My name is Terry M. Boos! I'm running the manager of the fucking airport here! Who saw him choking, choking? Who saw him choke me to the ground? Who saw me? I saw you run through the door when you weren't... She sounds drunk. Yeah, she's blackout. God. Nature is truly he- healing. There's people are freaking out in the airports again. People are freaking out everywhere. <laughs> people freaked out on each other at the dog park the other day. Really? Yeah. I'm I really like I think I take the earth's temperature by the way people are acting at the dog park. That's smart. And they are pissed at each other. Really? Yeah, like a guy had like he had two like floppy like doodle mixes and some woman's like like small dog was just like hounding them, but I think they were playing. Like no yeah, one Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, Get your fucking dog off my dog and she was like, Fuck you like and it really like it came to a long protracted exchange of words and I was like, You both are crazy for acting this way in public. People are amped. People are fucking Be careful out there, everyone. Lit, yeah. Be careful in the airport. Have fun paying for Ooh. literally every little thing that you do. Hashtag boohoo. Hashtag boohoo is all of us like being sad to fly and just get charged out the ass. I love boohoo. And then she goes, fuck off. Boohoo. You fuck off. Fuck off. I love the idea of trying to charge through an airline. And, and then be, but I love. That is blackout behavior. Of being like, I'm going to bowling ball my way through this door and get to my seat. Like, when would that ever work? Boohoo. And she goes, you fuck off fuck off (laughs) incredible (sighs) yeah be safe out there try not to flip out just uh, try not to take things from zero to 60 because you see where that gets you dip your toe back into reality and just be easy on yourself and start slow and don't go all in because then you're gonna end up boohooing yeah and just like watch hacks yeah watch hacks um i'm gonna make a book's uh, Rack, you should read 
Yes, Daddy by Jonathan Parks Ramage. Yes, it's Daddy. so good. Did you finish it? Yeah. I haven't started yet. It's on my... It's terrifying. Okay, good. It's like truly a t- it's, it's a horror movie it's homo terror yeah queer horror when we need it the most great like summertime read okay you're gonna love it okay yeah i'm so down yeah that's my wreck watch hacks watch mare of Easttown. yeah keep up with mare rewatch sopranos it's been a great great rewatch i'll do it i'm laughing and crying and feeling depressed and feeling happy like it has it all all right i'm gonna love their intervention scene on Chris when he gets addicted to heroin is one of, I think, the funniest scenes in any TV show ever. Christopher? Christopher. I forgot it. It's truly, I like, want to pull it up for you to play. I'll watch it. When it's Silvio, the guy, he goes, they have to go around the intervention and say, like, the times like that his addiction has hurt them, but, like, no one really knows how to deal because they're all, like, gangsters. And then Silvio goes... One time you were puking in the toilet and your hair touched the toilet water. Disgusting. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it when I get home. It's so good. Um, guys, take care and we'll see you next week. Ta-da. Bye.